You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Hangout. Today we are going to be doing one of our cannabis conversation series with Miss Logan Noel. Logan, she's a cannabis enthusiast and we're so happy that she took time out of her day to come talk to us. So we want to welcome Logan to the podcast. Welcome to the Cannabis Hangout, Logan. We are so happy to have you. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Glad to be here. So we'll just start with the basic question. Um, Where did your cannabis journey begin? My cannabis journey began about four years ago. Um, I found cannabis a little later in life, my freshman year of college. Um, I was going through a pretty rough time, and one of my friends kind of introduced me and said, you know, hey, this might help with your um, back pain and headaches and your anxiety, and sure enough, it did. Um, And then from there, I went to, um, I was at a sorority house, and no one around my sorority house, like, had anything to do with cannabis. Of course, of course. And Such so, a stigma. <laughs> it is. It was Such a, a stigma. huge stigma yeah. around there. Um, but luckily, my roommate there, she actually was the only person in there that smoked. And one day, she asked me, like, I think my second day in there, she was like, do you want to go smoke a joint? And I was like, oh, my God, it's love at first sight. Get closer sight. to the mic a little bit. There you go. Perfect. So it was love at first sight when I met my roommate who smoked. So love it was that. pretty cool. That was meant to happen. Yeah. Definitely sounds like the it. universe thing for sure. Yes. <laughs> the universe really helped me out with that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Six months later, I was, I dropped the sorority. I was like, not the life for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it works for somebody. Totally. But for me, it just. For sure. Yeah. I, I feel you that. on that level. Yeah, same. <laughs> but definitely found cannabis that way. And ever since I've just. Yeah. So when was the first time you smoked? My first time I smoked or used cannabis, whatever your first time was or how I was with a group of friends and it was my, I think my freshman year of college, like first semester. And we smoked out of an apple yes. and they were like the first time <laughs> smoked, yeah. you have, they, well, first off, everyone was just so surprised that I'd mm-hmm. never smoked weed. Yeah. They were like, Oh my gosh, you haven't ever smoked before. Yeah. And I said no. And they're no. like, we have to carve this apple. And so, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, what a fun experience. It was fun. An and apple. now I really think I should bring back the apple. Tree. Oh, a hundred percent. We should. That sounds great. Um, so what age did you, I mean, cause I smoked and then, I became a patient and I found healing. What age did you feel like, cause you've been in the journey a little bit longer. Um, what age did you feel like you actually found healing within the plant? So I have a pretty cool story of when I found healing with the plant. It was in um, 2018, so I would have been 20. And I actually, before cannabis was legal, I was arrested for possession. And within that process, it was a super rough process. Um, unfortunately it was a weekend. I wasn't able to be out for two days. Um, and, um, I come from a very conservative family. And so an experience like that was Mm -hmm. super traumatizing. And, um, I really just started to kind of question, you know, was that worth it? And then, um, I went a month or two without smoking cannabis at all, and my pain was so bad. My anxiety was bad, and so I started researching it, and I started really diving into it, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I kind of realized, and I think it had became legal the next, um, 
it? Yeah, 2018. Mm-hmm. So probably that, mm-hmm. that winter. That next winter, like it became legal. And I really kind of dove into it because I was having a really hard time with it myself of deciding like, oh my gosh, you know, this was something that put me through so much trauma. Is yeah. it something that I really want to partake in? Yeah. Should so I open like, my like mind? PTSD from getting arrested, you know, I for possession. I actually was diagnosed yeah. with PTSD. I had like seven different anxiety and depressive disorders. And so it was my chance to decide what do I want to treat this with? Yeah. And so once it became legal Mm -hmm. i just decided you know i'm going to do my research i'm going to figure out what what it is that actually helps me and works for me and that way i don't have to worry about you know fighting this internal battle of is it good or is it bad because Mm -hmm. i mean it it saved my life absolutely that's so so beautiful i love i love when people say that it's like it gives me chills every time because it's like did you get a plant saved your life (laughs) yeah that's insane did you did you get arrested in the state of oklahoma Mm -hmm. up in Stillwater. okay well Stillwater, oklahoma (laughs) Oh, yeah. it was, it was rough. I actually, it's a funny story because I was actually transferred jails. So I was in two different jails. Shut oh, up. No. <laughs> That's even worse. Are you freaking kidding? I was in God. the city jail and then Payne County jail. You're like over a possession of marijuana. Uh, an eighth. An eighth. An eighth. Oh, oh wow. Bless your okay. heart. That's crazy. What an experience though. And what a time to be alive. Cause look right? at you now thriving it, literally, and yeah. still like you're so young, but you're still able to say that. Like, this isn't yeah. like, it's like, you know, 50 years down the road, but like at, at some, whoops, at some <laughs> point it will be, you yeah. know, but like, that's, that's pretty crazy. That is super crazy. Um, so you did say you came from a strict family. Was that the first time you had to have that conversation with them? And like, since since you got arrested and then you started doing your research, how did that second conversation go with them? Because I come from a strict family and my parents didn't know I worked at a dispensary for three years or sorry, three months. Um, and then I finally broke down and told my mom and then it took me another month to tell my dad. And then it took me another two months to tell my siblings because my family's just super conservative and it's, um, you're just getting high and you're doing nothing with your I life. I think you guys can relate really hard. Yeah. So, so, hard. Right now, so, yeah, so hard. <laughs> But like, I just want to know what that conversation went with you. Cause for me, it was like multiple and it's still multiple and they know that I use and have a card, but I don't also think they know to what extent that I use because it's just like almost, they don't need to know. They don't ask questions. They don't ask questions. No, not at all. But it's like my mom's just now turning. It's been a year and she just now is turning the corner and we had a conversation and she was like talking about something about a vaccination and she was like, I don't want to get a vaccination. I just, and I was like, that's why I use cannabis because it's natural. And she like stopped and she thought about it and she goes, yeah, okay. Isn't it cool to hear them though, like reach that because I'm the same way. So with my parents, honestly, there wasn't a conversation. Um, I'm very shy and I don't like yeah. to talk about things. So Same. instead, I just let them catch me. Yeah. Um, so the first time, I mean, they knew I used cannabis, um, before I got arrested, yeah. um, and they always, you know, discouraged it. And so then I got arrested. And of course the conversation was, you know, this is, this is why we don't do this. This mm-hmm. is why, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, the second conversation came about, about, six months ago when I got into the industry because they knew I still, nice. um, they knew I had my medical card yeah. because one day my dad, um, mm. he was at home and I said, you know, I just want you to know, like, I know that, you know, that I use cannabis yeah. and I just want you to know I have my medical card and I'm, and I'm doing it safely. I'm yeah. not going to get in Legal. trouble again. Yeah. Right? And so he was like, you know, I, I appreciate you telling me that. Um, we just want you to be careful. We want, we care about your mental safety mm-hmm. because totally. so for my family, we have a history of, you know, abuse of opiates and abuse of other okay. sorts of things. Um, that's a 
whole nother story. But yeah. so they're very hypersensitive. And totally. so I try to be respectful of that because I completely understand where they're coming from and their yes. fear. Um, and so the second conversation with my mom was a little bit harder. Moms um, were always harder to crack. My dad was the, my dad was easy. My dad was like, Oh, let's just take an edible together. But my it, mom's like, my dad had his medical card. Yeah. My dad, I had mine. I had no idea. That's oh my so, gosh. That's so awesome. <laughs> I was like, we all have, so I have metal rods in my spine. My uh, poor dad has, I think uh, he had a herniated disc. So he's had like two surgeries. So, you know, I knew he yeah, needed it. Yeah. And so I was, I was kind of glad I was like, totally. Come on. You couldn't have told me. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We could have had a whole bonding. Seriously. Time over this. Oh my gosh. So much bonding with your dad. He should especially. have just opened up. I he, know. Oh, and I, would say, I wish he would have because it honestly, so now, just now. So I had the conversation with my mom six months ago when I wanted to start getting into the industry. And I just said, you know, I love you. But um, I experience a ton of pain on a daily basis. I experience a ton of like mental health issues with my anxiety and depression. And I said, um, and unfortunately, it's not your body, it's mine. And I said, and I respect my body and I know how like and I've done enough research to know like I am taking care of it Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. And, you know, she she didn't love it at first and she's still wrapping her head around it, especially like with having to tell her friends what I do and our family members. Yeah. I feel that so heavy, dude. So heavy. My parents are like, my mom is so, she loves me so much Mm -hmm. that she loves to watch my social media. So she's like all, she's very versed in social media. Let me tell you, if she becomes your Facebook friend, (laughs) she will comment on every one of your posts. Support. It's so cute and I love it, but it's just like, we're, we're both busybodies, and Mm -hmm. we tell, everybody you know she tells all her friends and so she has to tell them they're always like well what's Logan doing and she's like well (laughs) she always has the funniest ways of saying it I think her last friend was like well your mom tells me that you sell weed and I was like okay no 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 not at all there's so much more to it (laughs) yeah they They just just, put it in a that is like that's just like the stereotype and that's just their generation also Uh so they're especially if you're from any sort of conservative family it's always weed it's always pot and you it's probably have like, yeah or, or like medicinal m- medicine and it's your friends like, are probably conservative too so like it's yeah. a big deal to everybody you know what i mean yeah. it's pretty funny because actually i mean more of her friends are asking me questions than i ever i thought and more family members are asking me questions because um when i started being open about it on my mm-hmm. social media i just decided you know they they do want to know so much about my life so i'm gonna let to be them real see yeah, yeah straight and up so i feel like it lets them at least feel a little safer about knowing what i'm doing and what Absolutely. i'm taking in because i'm teaching other people you know and what if, i'm taking yeah in, and you know? it sounds like that you can educate them too exactly. yeah y'all could have a little powwow in the living room <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm waiting for the day yes. literally that a christmas I, joint it woke up yeah oh, you should gosh. just ask your mom if her and her friends wanted to talk about cannabis yeah. and say cannabis instead of weed or sure. marijuana yeah. It, yeah. you know cannabis is the more the classy way of saying that and that might be attractive to them well that, i know i think yeah. that's what we should you know what i mean definitely i feel like i actually was at my friend lawrence's house and his parents are super conservative super conservative and um his i hadn't seen his parents in a long time and his mom was like so what do you do now saba and his sister knows i work at a dispensary and so i think she's kind of prefaced before i got there but um I was like, oh, you know, like I work at a dispensary and it's downtown and, you know, like I, and I just went on my rant about my patients and, um, cannabis and medicine and like those keywords that you like use with an older generation makes such a difference because crazy 
with a five minute talk. Lauren came out 20 minutes later and was like, holy shit, Saba, you just like broke that barrier with my parents. And now they're like, hmm, that was really good insight that Saba had. I would love to learn more. And it's not from their kids. It's from an outsider. Everything. And she was like, you used like the words patience and like medicine and cannabis and just all these words that they were like appreciated. They're hot keywords. Which is so So, true. Yeah. You know, as well as, I mean, that's exactly what they are when they come in and they see us, like they need help Mm -hmm. and they want to know, you know, what, what this medicine is that we're into and what it is. And we're educating patients every day. It's so important for people to know that. Totally. It's such a beautiful Yeah. With that being said, what do you personally think the biggest stigma is with marijuana? I think the biggest stigma that I have heard personally um, with people in my life, at least just Mm -hmm. um, projecting the stigma on myself, would just be that people who use marijuana or cannabis in general, Mm -hmm. they they can't be functional. They can't be successful, sort Mm -hmm. of. Um, At least that's what I faced a lot is people Mm -hmm. saying, you know, you'll be lazy or you'll be tired Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're not going to want to do much. And I just... That is the complete opposite of anything that right. has happened in my life or anyone yeah. I've seen who uses the me- like this medicine. Their life, their whole quality of life is completely changed. Elevated, right. like completely. That's amazing. Yeah, that really is amazing. That's what we're here to do, debunk the stigma. Yes. <laughs> um, so how long did it take you to figure out your cannabis journey as far as like what works best for you at what time, based on what mood you were in, based on how your body's feeling, just headspace have you like figured that out yet because i know i've been smoking for 12 years and i didn't it took me six months to really find my journey and now i know what's for what and how but it was a lot of trial and error so i always wonder if other people have it nailed down so i don't have it nailed down quite yet i do have a pretty good idea of what helps when um but so just now since i started working on the patient side of things in Mm -hmm. a dispensary i'm able to actually try a lot more products and a lot more variety of products which i think has really helped me in order to be able to connect with patients and to connect with experience being thrown straight into it yes totally and i've tried just about i've tried so many different Mm -hmm. even if like they may not work for me i want to be able to try either whether it's a strain of flour or a strain of concentrate Mm -hmm. or edible i want to be able to tell the patient you know it did this to me um this is what it tasted like because so many patients do have it nailed down i'm actually surprised they'll Mm -hmm. come in and say you know i want this taste i want this effect Mm -hmm. and if you don't know those things you know you You really can't help them yeah or you're gonna like you can do the best to your ability yeah Yeah. it's just hard and Mm -hmm. i know as a person who wants to help people like i want to know that answer yes totally yeah yes it's also really nice when people come in knowing exactly what they want because it also makes your job like a little bit easier versus having to shoot in the dark like so what are you in for (laughs) yeah you don't want like sometimes using your brain that much you know what i mean like over and over it's just like right before close and they're like well let me just shop at everything and i'm like i have no issue telling you every product in here yeah just need you to put some pep in your step (laughs) (laughs) so logan what does your routine like your daily routine look like with your cannabis use like from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed like what do you do so I start my days with an edible, usually something uh, lower dosage in the morning, just because um, that helps with my pain throughout the day. And low dose as in my low dose. I know it's different for everyone. My low yes. dose is going to be between 10 to 15 okay. in the morning. Um, and it doesn't really have any psychoactive effects yes. or any kind of like actual like giggly fun feelings. Mm-hmm. What brand are you doing eating? 
Right now, I'm really into Sublime edibles. Ugh, love caramels. Sublime. Yes. Um, they're really getting me. So good. Mm-hmm. Same. So, they hit <laughs> so good, dude. I can eat them all day. All the time. So do you, do you take a, um, eat one of their full caramels? Is that, is that good for you? Mm-hmm. So this morning, I started with a 20 milligram um, Sublime caramel. Okay. And then the best thing I've invested in so far is my Puffco Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Mm great tell us yeah tell us about it so the reason I invested in a Puffco Peak was I worked for an extract company and they taught me kind of about the temperatures that you should be you know um, heating your concentrates to to where they're not as harmful for your lungs Mm -hmm. and so the Puffco Peak takes all of the hard work out of it and I like it because it just you can toggle through your heat settings you pick your heat settings Mm -hmm. you put your concentrate in the bowl double tap it and then it just heats up for you in 20 seconds and it's it's ready and it's ready for you Wow. So. We should have told you to bring that. I know. I know. <laughs> um, fun fact. If I would have known you had it. Her yeah. name is Karen. Oh, uh-huh. wow. I Love wanted that. her to have a name that would not, you know, uh, this is so rude. I hate saying this, but you know, so in my experience, some mm-hmm. people named Karen have not enjoyed that I smoke weed. Yeah. So, I, so I named her Karen. So yeah. anytime she breaks, I'm like, damn it, Karen. Damn it, Karen. <laughs> there you go again. You slap a sticker on her that says Karen. <laughs> Put a name on the her. <laughs> like, don't smoke, don't smoke cannabis. Um, so do you ever find... Wait, hold on. What? You didn't finish your your date. So oh, you didn't. Yeah, sorry. Edibles, I was about to jump. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I wanted to know no, no, the no, rest no, of it. I, I want to know too. <laughs> so then I'll go with my one dab. Um, usually right now, I really enjoy hash rosin. The high from hash rosin is really different than anything else. It takes away all of my inflammation, my back pain. Like I can really feel a complete really? change. Oh, so yeah. it's just like a body high. It's a concentrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's solventless. And so it's just, it's a little more out of my price range, but it's super worth it. Quality. One hit of one dab of my fresh country melts is the brand that I use oh right now. Gosh. Literally will last me all like until yeah. like I get off work or like my lunch break or something. Wow. So good. It's crazy. That is so nice when that happens because sometimes <laughs> I feel like, you know, your high yeah. just wears off from smoking, like hitting that bowl. And you feel yeah. like you got to like pack another bowl. Then you're like, am I smoking too much? Yeah, <laughs> you're I mean, like, why, why do I keep loading my bowls over yeah. and over? Because like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not what it might be the weed, whatever. Yeah. But the fact that a dab is so much different, a concentrate, yeah. they always just like make me just cruise oh, for so. a while. Concentrates change the game for me. Cause I, yes. I love flour. I do. Same. But I love flowers. Just, my jam. It's just so hard because concentrates the Medicaid. Honestly, I'm learning to love them just like I love flour. I'm yeah. learning to like learn different tastes and stuff, but it's just the effect is just, it's different just like yeah. other, like everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. But So then that dab will last me until like my lunch break. Usually I'll smoke either like a joint or I will hit another dab just because I love Karen. And then <laughs> <laughs> isn't it funny? I love <laughs> it. Oh my gosh, Karen. It gets so much love better. Love that bitch. Like, cause it's so random. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Karen, you stupid come on she'll like die and I'm like damn it Karen like my roommate you can like, take you out doing? you can take out like your bitterness uh, to Karen to like your puffco Karen right. so there you go all the poor Karens of the world I'm sorry yeah but so then at nighttime I come home and I just moved in with a roommate and she's incredible um and we will literally sit there and smoke together and just talk about like the world and like our lives and what went on that day and yeah. we just like vent love and then, that while smoking that's so nice it's a different game doing it while you're like not smoking versus smoking like Mm -hmm. and like at my own house in my own space where i just am like 
myself. Mm-hmm. Like the last few living place, I've loved my last few roommates and like places that I've lived. It just hasn't really felt like home. Yeah. And with Sam, my roommate, it just feels so different because we're such like well, on the, the same. The fact wavelength. that you like connect over cannabis, like that's yeah. a relationship at, from the get go in itself. Like anytime I ever meet someone mm-hmm. and they're they smoke, like you're automatically cool. No can my book. Exactly. I, I don't yeah. even know you, but like, yeah. I know we bond over something mm-hmm. like really strong and right. like, that means passion. a lot. Yeah. So like, welcome to the club. <laughs> Join us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So my question was, is do you ever find cannabis not to be not enough to help the pain? Cause sometimes I have migraines and cannabis actually makes my migraines worse and I have to take Advil migraine and that's, I don't really take Advil. That's just like the few times that I will. Um, do you ever find that same? I do. Um, especially since I have, so I have metal rods literally from like my neck all the way oh, down. Wow. So absolutely. And I felt that way even when my back isn't hurting, just like I have migraines like yeah. you do. And same way I like cannabis doesn't necessarily make it worse, but I am in so much pain. Mm. Um, I will literally, I'll either throw up and I just have to yeah. go to sleep and I turn the lights off. Like yeah. it just, because I almost know, I don't know if it's like the coughing or like just every, yeah, it just, I mean, everything just makes, makes it worse. Point. Yeah. It's just like vibrating through your do whole like, body. Do edibles help you? Edibles are my number one pain thing. Yeah. The only thing is it's so hard to wait for them to kick in. Uh, That's the thing. Yeah. And it becomes expensive. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Be, that's why I really want to learn to make more of my own edibles with the distillate syringes. Yeah, for sure. And learn how to dose them out because, like, if I could make my own edibles like that, it's mm-hmm. just that's the only barrier I have is just spending. I'm mm-hmm. trying to limit myself on what yeah. I spend, and edibles are the best I've noticed, at least for me. Yeah. Pain. Have okay. you tried the Nature's Key Wonder ones? Yes, I love. Dude, I okay. tried. Them oh yeah! You, oh my gosh! Yes, dude. Because I, you put, I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> <laughs> That's I good though. When you have like a credible source who That's, like recommends I'm, something, exactly. you're yeah. kind of like, I'm down. I'll try it. I'll That's, buy it. Yes, credible sources. I'm easily influenced. And otherwise, yes. yeah. I'm like, eh. yeah, I feel you. Um. So, what is your favorite strain to smoke when your body's in a lot of pain, and how do you control your nerves when they're flaring? This is an easy one for me, and I just found this remedy. So, Craft Cannabis has their one-to-one strain. And it's HGDP, oh, um, wow. Harley Quinn, and Granddaddy Purple. Yeah, and it's their one-to-one strain: nine percent THC, nine percent CBD. So wow. it's got. Okay, I don't think I, I don't think I knew that that was a one-to-one strain. So it is. That's um, dope. That's their one-to-one strain. They won a cannabis cup for it. So I. Last night, I literally just packed a joint of just the one-to-one, like, Mm -hmm. just the HGDP, and it was... So it's so relaxing. Ugh, so I when I, I think I need to go buy that. I know I need it. Come visit me, guys. I'll be there all weekend. Okay. Sunday. Dope. Good to know. Their flowers fifteen percent off. So. Dope. Good to know. Okay. Good to know. So, but yeah, that strain is my favorite, and I'll even mix it in with like some of my higher THC strains, yeah, and like in like a bowl or whatever, and it's it helps so, so much. much. Wow, that's really good to know. I it you don't find high CBD strains very oh, often. Sage and well, full. CBD flower. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, one-to-one way. Like, yeah, one-to-one no, ratio. It's so... It's one. so... And properly grown And with strains being mixed, like, it's the different so, names yeah. together, you so just sexy. think it's, like, another... Yeah. Like, and what that and, like, it's just another, you know, cross-bred, yeah. but not knowing it's a one-to-one. Yeah. Anyways. You guys <laughs> would really like that strain. Um, And I for nerves, um, I definitely use the Mary's Medicinals patches. <gasps> yes, those patches So, one-to-ones or the CBD ones. Yeah. Um, or... Indica have you tried their transdermal compound okay you should try that because it goes through 10 layers of your skin and it does get in your bloodstream but like 
for 10 layers of your skin. That's what, that's what, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they, how they market it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there's, yeah. there's a couple of topicals that go five layers deep. And yeah. Go I think three. I'm just not familiar with like all the layers. No, no, I wasn't either. I kind of sounded stupid. Say it, sounds, it sounds kind of gross. Yeah. Like what? Like how many layers are there? I know. Like <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> wow those are high thoughts <laughs> no okay sorry um okay so what does your current like stash at home look like what, what do you always have on you do you have like do you keep do you, I don't know just tell me so I have so much it's so funny I have this little lock box okay and it has all of my like my whole stash in it because um either if I'm like taking it somewhere um or something you can just like roll the little like numbers on it and it locks. Nice. So in there I keep, um, right now I've got Smokey's edibles. I have two packs of the sublime caramels, the 20 milligrams and the 50 milligrams. Okay. Um, I go for the fifties when I'm in a lot of pain okay. or if I'm just like really wanting to sleep well or something mm -hmm. like that. And then I have some of the tree horn caramels. Um, those are 25 milligrams. They also have 10 milligram options. Um, a couple of Zen one-to-one -one gummies. Okay. Then, oh, those one-to-one -one gummies are really good. I want to try those. They're so, I haven't. They're so good. We have Mitcraft too. So, okay. Um, we have like a whole bunch of different ones. And then what else? I have like seven or eight different strains in there right now from my stash. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to see your I know. stash box. I should have brought it. I'll bring it next time. Is it we, big? It's like this big. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need to see that. I'll Will you send it. us a pic? Mm -hmm. I'll send <laughs> <laughs> Just say, I partake anytime, dude. I got you. Yes. And then I have a little, so I have this little mini fridge in my room and mm -hmm. it's got my concentrates in it. It's super cute. It's my newest edition and it's Love like that. cute and blue. Where did you get it from? Amazon. Okay. Amazon. Okay. It's super cute. I'll send you guys a picture of it too. But I have like all my, I have apothecary in there right now and then my fresh country melts and stuff. Love that. Just kind of put it in there. Nice. That's so stash. clutch. Yeah, that is very That's clutch. That's quite the stash, you guys. It's kind of a problem that's so awesome um, so it's never an issue though uh, no honestly, never yeah you can never have enough cannabis and it's like no. nice because you never see it running out and you just keep adding to it so it's like i'm always gonna need it with my back exactly so I'm, like, I'm never really worried because i i know i'll use it yes, exactly 100 um so my last question for you is what do you hope to see change in our industry as we are evolving my biggest thing that I would love to see change um, while this industry is evolving is going to be just more patient-centered um, people and yes. just more people like myself who are too scared to come out about smoking yeah. cannabis. Um, I just want to be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just want people to feel empowered and know that, you know, this is a, this is a plant and it's medicine. Mm -hmm. And once we get people who, because there are all sorts of people who use cannabis, people mm -hmm. from my church come in, you know, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I just really want them to feel empowered to be able to talk about yeah. it because a lot of them have a lot of knowledge. And once we get people in this industry that are, fully patient centered and focused on you know where this industry is going as far as medicine wise yes the whole industry is gonna you know just keep getting better it'll better. just thrive thrive yeah, and grow very well said yeah that, that was, was really that was well a great said. ending yeah, to this really episode <laughs> um well logan would you like to tell any of our listeners anything else before we hop off um, not really i just want to say thank you guys for having me on here yeah, yeah. i know i would if it weren't for you guys and a couple of other platforms, I probably wouldn't have changed my platform to a cannabis platform. Oh, I, was, I love that. that. Yeah, I'm serious. I mean, I was it's just like, encouraging and inspiring is. to see people do that too. Like I totally know that. Yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of people say like, like, 
pages like ours are what is really kind yeah. of getting them through and like asking, yeah. getting them to ask questions. Totally. So, what is it, your Instagram handle? It is at Logan, L-O-G-E-N underscore Noel, N-O-E-L-L-E. Thanks, Logan. Give her a follow, you guys. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Cannabis Hangout, and we'll catch you guys next time. Stay lifted. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.